Peter Peters on the line, plenty to talk about in Origin Week. Sorb, good morning. Morning, Ray. Morning, Bulldog. Hey, Sorb, how excited are you, mate? We're, I asked Dino earlier, can you tell me why we're in Adelaide for Origin? No. Mm. And that was going to be my, <coughs> pardon me, one of my points today. I mean, it's been so flat, the leader. Um, I mean, Bulldog have been involved in lots of Origin series, and I go back to the first one, which, you know, I called with a great way, Ray Warren. Um, I, I, I can't believe we've gone to Adelaide. It's, it's not a sellout yet. Um, they're highlighting the fact that it's not sold out. We're going right into the heart of Australian rules territory. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that part of it, but I, I just think that it's got to be Sydney or Brisbane to kick off the series with a packed crowd um, wearing their jerseys, although that's another issue that's left me cold. Why on earth New South Wales have gone from their traditional light sky blue to the dark jersey? I know there's been a change in sponsorship, but surely the jersey is something that you don't touch. And all those people in the in the sky blue light ones are going to look out of place. Um, it's the third time we've done it, Zorb, to, to be fair. Look, it doesn't bother me, Zorb. Look, I would prefer sky blue. It, it bothers me, Bulldog. But I, it does, I'm not going to get my knickers and a nod over it. And it is the third time. We did it in Perth two years ago when we won by 40. So this isn't the first time it's happened. The jersey? Correct. Oh, well, you can, you can have your thoughts. I'm having mine, and I don't like it. I don't <laughs> think the fans like it. For a start, all those people that are doing it tough at the moment, um, and there's plenty of them, that, you know, they don't want to go and buy another jersey now. Uh, they've got their jersey that they thought would be their jersey probably for life because that's the way that Origin has been sold and promoted, that it's traditional. I, I don't think we can point to Queensland about being disloyal when we've dumped on all our fans with our jersey. Mm. I think it is important. Uh, well, it's a good point. Hey, so before we get on to this weekend's NRL games, um, your thoughts on Origin Wednesday night. Who wins and why, so? Well, I find it hard to believe that... And on this program last week, I said, beware of Billy Slater. He's a silent assassin. In the, in the, in the best way, I mean mm-hmm. that. I mean, he's a winner. Um, I think he's... Every television performance this week has been articulate, spot-on, confident. He just oozes everything that's good. And, and, and he could just be another, another great player that can become a great coach. And everything he does is meticulous. Now, he's dropped or didn't pick Kalen Ponga Dane Gagai and Kurt Capewell. I didn't think he'd go with Ponga, and I said that last week that that I thought he'd go with Reese Walsh. But no Gagai, no Capewell. That really stunned me, and I think it stunned everybody that was that was looking at the Origin teams. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for Queensland. I think they're. I think that they're going to be really well prepared. I think it's going to be another ambush, and I like their spine, and I think that the kid at number one, um, and I know he's been likened to Billy Slater by uh, by Scotty Sattler, who you know is well qualified to know. Um, I just think this could be another ambush. I'm going to go for Queensland, 
in a great game down there in Adelaide. Zorb, talking of Queensland, what about the Dolphins? We didn't touch on it in the first half an hour, but another victory on this time on Thursday night against the Dragons, 26 points to 12. It's just extraordinary to think what they're achieving in their first year. Well, Doc, at the start of the year, if you'd have said at the halfway mark of the competition, yes, that's where we are, that the Dolphins would be two points from the lead and level with the back-to-back premiers, Penrith, with the very impressive Sharks and powerful South Sydney and always up there Melbourne Storm, and also now with the Raiders after last night, um, people would have said, you're crazy. This could just be, this could just be on the face of it and on the results, the best ever performance by Wayne Bennett and his fabulous 35-year coaching career. Now, he brought the Broncos in in 1988, but they had virtually a Queensland state of origin side by then. Um, All the great players in in, in Queensland were... Um, available for the Broncos, like uh, Gene Miles, Wally Lewis. You know, they had such a great side to start with. Um, and that maybe that was a great effort. But this side that he's got now, um, the Dolphins, I mean, he's got the top point scorer in the competition in Jermaine Osako. Um, he's right up there with the tries scored as well, just behind Mike O'Seaver in the top try scorers in the competition. They are playing an exciting brand of football um, and they are knocking over some of the big guns in the league. Mm. Absolutely stunning. Didn't see it coming. Didn't think they'd be anywhere near the top and congratulations to everyone involved with the Dolphins. Yeah, imagine if they make the finals. It'd be huge. Hey, Jared Croker, Zorb, I'm interested in your thoughts. Now, obviously, he's ready to play his 300th game. It could be next week against the Tigers away, but it seems that Ricky Stewart wants Jared Croker to have that honour of his 300th game at home the following week. That's the June 9 game against the Warriors. He's tipping a... He wants a sell-out crowd for one of the great club men. What's your thoughts on that? I'm fully behind, Ricky, only because I know the history of the Canberra club and I know where they came from and I know what they've built. Um, I mean, it evolved out of the Queen Bean Blues and there was a Leeds club at Queen Anne that had poker machines just across the border from Canberra. And all the people from the ACT came over to Queen Anne to play the pokies at the Leeds club and enjoy the great facilities there. Out of that, the Canberra Raiders were, were born out of the Queen Anne, um, the Queen Anne Blues. And um, it was Queen Anne United, sorry. And it was a, a great era down there for Canberra. And they built up and built up and built up until they won competitions with that great side in the late 80s, early 90s. And Canberra, from that moment on, has become a different... It's a country club playing in the biggest league in the world. And for a player to play 300 games, coming out of that area um, and playing every, every first-grade game that he's played with that club is a monumental. Only one player has done it before him. Mm. So I agree with Ricky. I, I noticed there's been some criticism from um, such illustrious commentators like um, Cooper Cronk. And he's allowed 
to have his opinion the same as we all are. I, I think it's a, a great move by Ricky. A, a few weeks ago, not so long ago, Garrett couldn't get in the side. Yeah, yeah. So they were playing without him. So to send him down next week, um, they'll get through that. And, and Ricky's gone out of his way to say that it's not, it's not a slap in the face to the Tigers. It's not disrespectful to the Tigers. Mm. It's more of a salute to one of the greatest players ever to pull on that lime green jersey. Now, he's 32 years of age. He's played 299 games. The record for the crowd in Canberra is 26,567 set in 2019 when they played South Sydney. Ricky Stewart wants to beat it. Mm. He wants the Canberra people to get cracking now and get their tickets and make that a sellout and beat the grand, the grand record and imagine the Viking clap on that day. Wow, it'd be huge. You can see where Ricky's coming from, Dino. Mm. Zorb, just before we get to your zappers, our talk topic, great origin moments. You've been around for the entire series. You've called a lot of the games. What, if I was to put you on the spot, would be your crowning moment in State of Origin? When Arthur Beeson belted his Parramatta teammate or ex-Parramatta teammate, Mick Cronin. First game. First game. Mm. And that set the scene. I said it when I was calling it. I said, this is war with football boots on. And the scene at at the ground in Brisbane was something I'll never forget. Um, I always thought they're strange people, Queenslanders. But when they were throwing full cans of beer onto the field, um, I knew that I was in a strange place. It remains strange, but what a great setting it is there. Yeah. And it's become virtually um, the home of Origin. It's been the one constant all the way through for uh, for Origin out of Queensland. And their loyalty and the way they go about it is uh, is tremendous. Um, you know this wait. show goes to Queensland, don't you, Zorb? Thank you, pardon? You know this show does go to Queensland. Yeah, I do. And I, I'm applauding them. Okay. I mean, mate. Nobody got booed more than me there. Um, and that was by your friends. That's right. <laughs> should be a great game on, uh, on Wednesday night. Guys, can I just reflect a little bit on last night's, you know, tragic, um, almost tragic um, circumstances. Mm. It's time to reflect on the vast changes in our great but incredibly scary game of rugby league. Now, the entire game and players and supporters of, uh, of all clubs um, – all joined together last night in um, in, in wishing the fallen player, um, Corey Iwiranara, um, a, a speedy recovery. And, and we didn't know how serious it was um, when the players gathered around. We knew it was serious because of the time um, that uh, uh, that it took to to get um, him. Mm. On a uh, medicab and out of the, out of the stadium into a hospital, but the game was stopped by referee Grant Atkins with the Raiders leading 24-20 with 14 minutes to go. It took agonising time, as I said, to get him on that medicab. Um, game was stopped. Um, there were and, and thankfully, um, hopefully, um, we haven't got the latest this morning. But um, last late last night, he was. Um, he was talking and he was, uh, um, he was showing that, um, signs of recovery from um, what, he, um, what the episodes that occurred on the field. Um, I just want to say this, that 
you know, I'm so glad that the game now is in good hands. Um, there was a time in our game where smelling salts were the best friend for a doctor, um, and they did their best. Um, but I shudder to think how many of my old mates that were given the smelling salts and told to go back on, get up and go again because of that mindset. I've got no doubt I've lost mates and had others with terrible life-changing memory issues. And um, I just wish um, Corey a complete recovery. I want to I want to salute some people last night. There were bigger winners than the uh, result of the game. The game itself, for the manner in which it insists on the best and most professional medical on-the-spot sports doctors to be at every NRL game. Mm. The players, they can all stand tall today for the care they showed a fallen mate. The Raiders club, for being up front. They were pushing out reports as, um, as it was unfolding. They weren't trying to hide anything. They were open and they were caring about their player. Ricky Stewart, not everybody's cup of tea, but he's mine. His face told it all. He loves his club. He loves his players. And it showed when he left the coach's box to go down and get a first-hand um, report. He said, stuff the game. It didn't matter to him. Um, in the end, he was pleased that he got a win. But at that time, it was his fallen player that he cared about. And Grant Atkins, the referee, I thought he handled the situation calmly and with real care. And to see him applauding the fallen player as he left the field on the Medicab, I thought, just told uh, where his heart is. And, um, and I salute him today. I think he did a great job um, in difficult circumstances. And, and I think the game itself handled it pretty well last night. Um, and and I'm, I'm pleased to say that we've, we've turned the corner in looking after player welfare in our game. Yeah, beautifully said, Zorb, and the reports are encouraging. Corey will be on the mend, so we also wish him and his family the very best. Hey, Zorb, two games or we want to talk about in terms of Zorba's zapper. You'll be glued to the TV this afternoon, Newcastle versus Manly, head-to-head $1.34, the Knights, three thirty, the Seagulls, and then next Wednesday night, the first origin game, Queensland 225 head to head, New South Wales a dollar sixty seven faves. How do you see both games, Zorb? Well, mainly are juicy odds, aren't they? Mm. But um, without Tom Travojevic, without their captain Daly Cherry Evans, and without their tackling machine Jake Travojevic, I think it's probably a bridge too far. But Josh Schuster, as he showed last week. Uh, we had all those try assists and a try himself. Um, he's a special young player. Um, don't know how he'll go today without DCE inside him and, and Tommy running onto those silky no-look passes, but it's going to be interesting to see him um, perform again today. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly they'll give it their all. I think the forwards are, are capable of matching it with Newcastle. I'm not so, so sure about the back line. I, I, for our punters out there, um, if I was having a bet, I'd be... Um, I, and I, I wasn't a manly, manly stubborn supporter. Um, I would go for uh, Newcastle uh, to win that one at home in terrific conditions after a heavy storm hit Newcastle on Friday. And I'm going for Queensland at the odds mm. to beat New South Wales in a um, an exciting start to the Origin series in um, in Adelaide. So Newcastle 
Queensland. It hurts me to say both, but <laughs> I've got to try and do the right thing by our loyal punters that listen to the show. Thanks, Zorb. need to earn a dollar. Hey, good on you, Zorb. Thanks so much, mate. We'll talk next week. Okay, boys.